Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Snap Out of It Radio Network. Hear all our great shows across the world. Join our community at snapoutofitradionetwork.com. So wake up, stand up, and snap out of it. Empowered Love with author, self-mastery coach, and relationship expert, Melanie Tanya Evans. Take back your power, heal your soul, and set yourself free. Free through Empowered Love. And now your host of Empowered Love, Melanie Tanya Evans. Hi everyone, I'm Mel and welcome to another Empowered Love radio show. And this radio show is Narcissistic Central, which is, um, you know, always a lot of people tune into this show and pick it up afterwards because, as we know, narcissism is an epidemic on the planet. And uh, I've got a lovely lady here with me today, and Nancy Missler and I do these shows together. And um, both of us are really quite passionate about raising awareness and also helping individuals liberate themselves from narcissistic abuse. And just before we get started about the details of this show, I'd like to um, prompt all of the listeners that what you can do if you go onto my website, which is www.melanietoniaevans.com, and if you ever forget my name, you can just go to Narcissism uh, Melanie, and you'll find me very, very easily. But I have uh, what you can do is that you can become a free subscriber to my newsletter, with it, which is totally non-obligation and within that there is a download to a free ebook which is how to identify healthy and toxic relationships which is a really good resource to start uh, getting your empowerment love journey right and also to get some information to really get you started on what is a healthy relationship and what isn't a healthy relationship so I'd love you to get involved in that and also in my newsletter which comes out weekly. You're always going to be getting updates about what the radio shows are that are coming up as well as also lots and lots of empowering and inspiring information that's going to help you become the person you want to be and get the love relationship that you truly deserve. So on to the show. This show today is an extension of the show Nancy and I did last month, which a lot of people emailed in and said we could have listened to you guys for another hour. And we sort of had the same experience because after we did the show, we uh, communicated with each other and we went, wow, there was so much we wanted to talk about and we just ran out of time. So that's what this show is today. And we're going to continue to the, the discussion we had last month, which was regarding seeking and engaging in support for narcissistic abuse. And what we really want to look at today is the spiritual empowerment journey. What is it? How do we get on such a journey? What is the truth about the gift of narcissistic abuse? How can we get past the atrocities we've experienced on a human level to rise into the empowerment of ourselves at an evolved level? How can we recognize that our true liberation and evolution was always the real reason for why this happened to us? How can we recognize that in our past, even before the narcissist, there were signposts that we didn't understand and possibly we weren't going to until we were really flattened by the narcissistic billboard? So this show really is for people who want to expand their consciousness and really heal. And that's what this show is about today. So hi, Nance. Thanks for coming on again. Yeah, hi Mel. No, we had we had a pretty good time doing the last one, I think. So it's uh, it'll be good. And hello to all the listeners. Yeah, I think today's show yeah, will be we're quite interesting. Round yep, round two, and I think this is going to be really, really interesting stuff. Definitely, definitely. Now we spoke last month, Nancy, about um, the forums, and we spoke last month about how the, the forums can initially provide information about narcissistic abuse, which is very, very necessary to understand the narcissism, but how, unfortunately, a lot of uh, the narcissist, sorry, the forum vibe can be an intense focus on the narcissist. And what we believe 
is not enough focus on recovery. So can we just reiterate a little bit about that, Nancy, because, you know, people may be tuning into this show for the first time and uh, you've had quite an extensive experience on the forums. So just a little bit more to encapsulate that, please. Yeah, well, I suppose what I found being on the forums was um, uh, I'd, I'd sort of already uh, maintained a certain level of healing, I suppose, when I went onto the forums. And usually the, the people going on there are the ones who are just looking for information to start with, and they're very, very dislocated. But um, while the forums are excellent for a lot of um, information, getting, getting information out to people and initially letting them know that they're not alone in their experience, uh, I think it's quite difficult in getting past the, um, how would I say, victim mentality to even being in, even into a survivor sort of mentality and it tends to stop there and, yeah. and, and what is beyond that is, gets, I think, very confusing. Yeah. And that's what I found on my experience with the forums is that um, it, it gets to a stage where the forums only go as far as the best healed person there sort of thing. So if they stop at a certain point, that's as far as the information you'll get or yeah. on how to move forward. So Well, that's right. That's right. And, and look, the goal is for anybody who's gone through narcissistic abuse is to move forward, is to... Because really the, the psychology, the clinical diagnosis is after suffering a high-level pathological narcissist that you may recover enough to function, but certainly you're going to have huge compromises in as far as trust of life, trust of a love relationship and being able to create a healthy relationship because the reality is on a human level that when you suffer narcissistic abuse, everything that you believe to be real gets smashed to pieces. So recovery is, is enormously essential and we're talking real recovery in order to go on and create a great life, which is definitely the journey that Nancy and I have taken. Uh, we've done it from a deeper perspective which we're going to talk a lot about that today and we, we always talk about this on this show but I think we're really going to get into some specifics about it today that are going to be very 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 useful. Now I am going out on a bit of a limb today and it is in regard to the forums and um, you know I had to really dig deep about this and I had to really dig deep about what it was I was wanting to try and create through what I'm about to say and I know that my biggest motivation is to really assist people with awareness to be able to get out of their suffering and, and get the healing. And having uh, survived and thrived and created a great life and a beautiful love relationship that I have now, uh, having come from the total disaster of narcissistic abuse, I'm very, very passionate about that because I know we don't need to spend um, years or decades or our entire life stuck in these horrible cycles and pain that you know narcissistic abuse is all about. It's really the accumulation of hitting that real brick wall that, that creates that incredible um, knowing of that emptiness, that lack of deservedness, poor boundary function, codependency. It's really accumulation of our life that when we get to that point, it, it crashes us. So there's two places to go. We either stay crashed or we get empowered. Now, what has actually occurred on one of the main narcissistic forums, which is Lisa E. Scott, which is called Vain Forum, is there was um, a huge incident there which occurred with uh, one of the moderators and it actually was a coup. And Lisa had been setting up um, some systems and things which was all about moving on in a new website. Now, from what I can gather, and I'm as objective as I possibly can be about this and looked at both sides of the argument, is that um, this coup was actually started by a lady who has, through uh, duplicity, through um, means that really don't, that aren't integral, that, that don't uh, show integrity, 
there's been uh, a forum that's been created which is the Relationship Recovery Network. Now the means that that was created um, have really not been in the light of empowered people creating empowered things. It's actually been quite a nasty, vicious creation in the way that it came about. Now for anybody that wants to research that, you can actually go onto the Bain Forum and read a lot of information and you can also go onto the Relationship Recovery Network and have a look for yourself. But yeah, this uh, and obviously being you know in the loop with these sorts of things and what's going out there and as far as narcissistic abuse recovery, you know, I, I found it, I guess, um, very disappointing. It is what it is. But also, too, the big blow-up and the things that have occurred there uh, and the woman who actually set up the Relationship Recovery Network, I had a run-in with her myself, which was when uh, one of my followers who was wanting to inspire people on the Vain Forum put a post up at some of my resources. Uh, and within my resources, I'd actually stated that you know, I feel that the forums are working far too much in the victim mentality and really need to lift into more inspiration and being led by people that have healed and need to be led from that type of vibration. And uh, this woman actually uh, attacked me very, very viciously. Um, it wasn't diplomatic. It wasn't adult. It, uh, I immediately apologised that my material had got there and wanted to uh, post to put over my beliefs and congratulate the forums that they do actually present a place where people can feel that they're not alone, but there is more needed in moving on. Uh, that degenerated into her um, telling me that my stuff was hocus pocus, there was no credibility. Uh, when I actually offered her to sample my quantum freedom healing, that was denied, um, everybody there was completely turned against and even though a lot of people that had been following me started posting saying the incredible the results I'd had on my work, etc, etc and I'm not going to turn this into a she says I said thing but the reality of the matter is is that unfortunately there are people out there that are trying to or, or professing to lead people out of narcissistic abuse who are not healed. And, you know, Nancy made a very, very good, good statement when we were talking about this last night, which is about the dangers of victims that aren't healed. So, you know, Nancy, can you just elaborate on that a little bit? I think from what I see, and, you know, being on the forums, you know, try, you know obviously trying not to be too judgmental, but you, what, what you try to do is ascertain when you've got victims coming on, where, where they actually are. And you can usually tell by what they're writing and what they're asking and what they're saying where they are in their, in their recovery, you know. And, and, and so you sort of put yourself back there and, and talk to them in that way. And when, you, when it comes to a stage where, where people believe that they're healed and they start writing, but they still, you can still see them sort of, you know, falling back into that, that total victim mentality. And I think what happens a lot in these recoveries is people tend to um, become, and I know even I went through it there for a while, we become uh, very judgmental, very um, paranoid about what other people are meaning or saying. Um, and, and a lot of this is really our, our resistance to, to healing. And, you know, there, there can be many, many things in there. But you, you start to see where people are resisting and for these women who have been through narcissistic abuse, these are probably characteristics of personality that they've never really accessed before. And suddenly they're being faced with, um, I'm, I'm judgmental on the whole world and I'm going to be suspicious of what everybody says and everybody writes. And they're not coming from a place of authenticity. They're coming from a place of um, what I see as is, is just survivor mode. And until, you know, they, and one of the things I was doing was like, like even on the site was saying, because, you know, people get very, they're very raw and they, they can tend to attack, attack because they don't understand what's being said. And, you know, one of the things I was doing on the site was how about, you know, instead of us having a go at each other, we just ask to verify what do you really mean here? And that was one of the things, you know, that, that seemed to settle down on the site. But, um, 
then I did see the emails that, that, that were sent to you over that particular incident and I thought, oh, see, this goes against everything that we were doing. I mean, what we were doing was, you know, you don't have to go dive down somebody's throat just because they might have a slightly different perspective. Ask them what they mean, simply and purely. And I yeah. think that's the yeah. danger in um, in the forums is suddenly it's, uh, it, it actually becomes rather ego-driven again where I'm right and you're wrong. And yeah, and, and I look, think it, you know the it, evidence is there when you know people that are setting up forums and their moderators are all turning on each other. Mm. You know that is not that is not the inspiration, the evolution, and the leading the way. It just isn't. That's right. You know it it, it really isn't. But you know I think the big point that you came up with last night. You were on fire last night. You know, there was some really good stuff you said. But it's so what I believe too is that the awareness of what a narc is is not full awareness regarding healing from narcissistic abuse. It's only and a that, part of the story. It's only the beginning of the story. And I, I think, you know, like um, even if... I suppose that's sort of a lot of the stuff that we're going to talk about today that um, even becoming aware of narcissistic abuse and what it is and you were really in it and yes, you were a victim, that's only the breaking open of, of what's to come. That's only the very, very beginning because what, what I see it as is, is that's where I suppose you, you've been smashed, you've been broken open and all your frames of reference, so to speak, have been totally and utterly destroyed your whatever you thought reality was simply wasn't and yeah. and yes that's an awareness but it's awareness okay i was wrong about how i thought about things but that's only the beginning of putting things back together i suppose yeah, and that's a really good lead-in, you know, to, to what we're going to be talking about today. It's it mm. so, so true. Because that frame of reference that we've always thought was the square box that we lived in, we thought, you know, boy meets girl, intense attraction, appears to be everything on the surface I've ever wanted, you know, that's our framework we've wanted to live in. And then all of a sudden, that is smashed to pieces. So where does that take us? That takes us out of our normal framework, which can be egoic too. You know, I just want this to work. This was what I thought was the rest of my life. This is how I wanted it to be. And then all of a sudden we're faced with this enormous amount of evidence which shows us it's not what I want it to be, but yet we hang in there and hang in there trying to force it to be what we wanted it to be. So... You know, when we look deeper, we can understand that this is all pushing us into a deeper awareness, a deeper connection to ourselves, and not only that, a deeper understanding and connection to how life works and what's really going on. And that really is the spiritual journey that is so much a part of narcissistic abuse. You know, my favourite saying, it's a make or break deal. You're either going to live in a reality where everything I knew that I wanted was smashed to pieces and I'm a victim for the rest of my life or I'm going to go to another level which is going to create a real life, not a false life that I had with the narcissist. And I, I think it's, and I would really put it out to everybody out there listening that if you are looking for a forum to be a part of, have a read of the story of the, the forum operator, the person that set it up, have a read. Are they talking about that this experience transformed their life into a greater reality, made them a better person, made them more empowered, made them more real and taught them how to love themselves? Or are they banging on about, I always attract monsters into my life. I don't really know why that happened. I start off first with my mother and then I had this one and this one and this one and this one. Are they talking as a victim or have they transcended? Because if they haven't transcended, they should not be trying to lead you into that transformation. They're still a victim. 
and I don't know how else to put it, but that's imperative because who, what do you, what experience do you want out of this? You know, because if you get the fully blown transformation experience, I promise you, and it may sound really hard to hear, and it may even feel like I'm dismissing your experience. If you really get the full gift out of this, you will look back and be so grateful for what happened to you because without it, you couldn't have transformed. Now, if you're not there, you're not fully empowered and that's okay. It's a process. But don't be working in with people that are not there to lead you to that because if they haven't got it yet, how can they lead you there? So that's that's it. So when we look at so when we look at the spiritual stuff, you know, so, you know, Nance, just give a little bit about, you know, your... Oh, actually, how about, because you found a great article, which really relates to that. So how about you lead the way with talking a bit about that article? Okay, yeah, I um, came across this article on, on the net. Um, someone actually posted it on a, uh, the, the uh, essay that was written from it on a, on a forum. And because because I like the essay, I actually tracked it down. And this is actually a speech written by um, Dr. Robert Grant. He's got a PhD, and he's he's actually coming from a, um, a perspective of religion. But he gives speeches and things to um, all sorts of organisations over trauma and victims and what is really going on with them. And the whole article, which is I'm just trying to find a good reference to it on the net. Um, if you just typed in uh, the name and possibly trauma, it, it would bring it up. The, the article itself is called Trauma, Addiction and Spirituality. And what he goes on to say in it, because I love the article, that um, victims of trauma and a really deep-seated trauma actually have really a, um opportunity that... The rest, the rest of people don't get to actually go deeper into finding out who they really are and have, have that transcending experience. And one of the things is when we're stuck in our suffering, we're very resistant to seeing reality from anywhere but where we saw it from before. We still want to put the pieces back together and say, no, this is my reality. This is what my reality is. And while we do that, we will stay in our suffering. And it's not until we actually understand our suffering and what's a really good way to put this? It's very difficult to articulate, but I know what I want to say. Um, that well, I, guess I suppose... So, some, somehow I believe, and I think he, he sort of says the same thing, is trying to keep... Uh, our original reality together is really coming from a place of our own ego and our own wants and needs and, and what they are so that when when we start to let go of what those things are and they're all image based like as in what other people think of me and what I thought you know should happen in my life and those sort of things and once we actually start to realise that life is never that uh, predictable or or um, it's going to play out the way we want, we start to let go of it. And I suppose a lot of, you'll see a lot of spiritual people say, let go and let God. And when we reach yeah. that place, oh, what I believe, you, we just transcend basically the abuse experience because that was there to show us something. It wasn't there to tell us there was something particularly wrong with us. It was there to show us yeah. that there was another way to view reality does that make yeah. sense yeah yeah look absolutely look look it, it does and you know i think um well a lot of people for a start really you know what does spirituality mean you know and really and what it means right. is, is having a deeper connection to yourself and a deeper connection to life in a way that you're connected to yourself and life in a way that works and you know, the truth of the matter is, is that life is unpredictable. People are unpredictable, situations are unpredictable because that's the very nature of the human experience. 
And if we are caught in our ego, and I know I certainly was, you know, before and during my narcissistic relationship, before I let go and transcended, I wanted my life to be a certain way. I really did. And I had it in my head it was going to be this way. And when the narcissist came into my life, like everybody else's experience, it really looked like this person was going to provide me the life that I really wanted. And then when the chips started appearing and the things were happening, now when we're in our ego, what we do is we ignore all the feelings and the knowings. My body was screaming at me. My emotional body was saying, this is painful, this is abusive. But yet my head ego went, no, I want this. I want to hang on to this. I want to make it happen. Now, anybody in a narcissistic relationship cannot deny that. I did it. We all do it. And the truth is, we don't want to threaten our sense of, this is the way I want my world to be. And the biggest illusion in it before we do spiritually become one with ourselves, which means we're in control of our spirit, we're in control of our emotions. The biggest thing is we actually think that our emotional state and all the stuff we want in our world may be dependent on that particular person, what they are or aren't doing. And that's a complete disempowering illusion. So we try to fix them, change them, hang in there, come up with another version that's going to actually fix it or change it or get a better result and our ego hangs on in the game while we're trying to win, win back the reality that we decided that this should be. So we're not being honest with ourselves. We're not listening to ourselves. We're not trusting ourselves. And the thing is, before we get into narcissistic relationships, this has been playing out on a micro level anyway. Or, you know, maybe an extreme micro level in some areas of our life. We go against what our feelings are. We don't speak up. We don't lay boundaries. We don't come to ultimate decisions in our life, which is, no, I don't want this because of the fear of loss or the fear of somebody's not going to give us this or the fear that we're going to lose our job. We haven't realized that we're the creative center to ourselves and we've got a whole world to play with to make it happen. We cling to things and we distrust and separate from ourselves. So we're not having an empowered spiritual experience even before we get to the narcissist. And the narcissist cannot come into our life if we were. It just, there are things we haven't cleaned up. So when the narcissist comes and smashes us to pieces, it is the ultimate experience of, I am losing everything that my ego is trying to hang on and force to make to happen to make me happy. And if we try to make an unmakeable deal work and we try to ignore the truth, we get beaten up. And we get beaten up really badly. You know, and with a narcissist that's emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, financially. It's on every single level. It's like your soul is raped. But the reason it's happening is because we don't want to let go of the illusion that we're trying to make real. And then, and then what we do in that space, and I did it until I absolutely hit a rock bottom and had to make a choice to change it. And what we do is we stand from that broken space on the inside and we look to the outside and we blame the narcissist. It's his fault. I hate him. He made me all these promises. He let them down. He lied to me. He's deceived me. He's been malicious to me. But yet we still stand there trying to turn him into the person that's going to make us happy. And that's the ultimate experience of being in our ego. And that's right. I mean, you know, there's a couple of parallels here, and especially when it comes to to true awareness. And, and the first one is... Um, the narcissist does come to us as an illusion and when we break that open and realize that the illusion were, you know, was exactly what it was, it was all false, we, we step into a place, well it's all his fault, but we don't realize that we put ourselves into that box of illusion ourselves. So when we break th that box open, which is a level above again, where, we, where we're actually turning back to ourselves and see where we fit into the picture, 
that's when that's when we can find the truth about what happened in that the part we played, I suppose. In I mean, the whole time the narcissist might have been lying to you, but weren't we all lying to ourselves? I mean, weren't we ignoring all those things, making excuses and doing those things? Because we were also coming from an ego place on, this is what I want. So, Absolutely. And, I mean, in a lot of places I see a lot of these people that, you know, are trying to, um, like, intellectualise what's happened to them. And they get into a space where they say, well, I was a good person. I, was a, I did all the right things. How can this happen to me? And I think it's the wrong thing to focus on. Yes, you might, might have been a good person, but were you really being good to yourself? And the answer to well, that right. is no. That's right, because everybody you on a body level, there were things that didn't feel right. That's that you right. dismissed, created a story in your head, made an excuse for... And you know what? I've had women come forward that have then progressed into their healing and their initial story was there was no signs, there was nothing, he was a great guy, I was madly in love, we got married and then I found out he's been having sex with 10 other women on the side. Mm. Okay, I've heard those stories, I've heard all of them. And then what happens is when that person starts coming back to themselves and starts healing, they admit that he was jealous, he was insecure, he made me give up all my friends, he made me do this, he made me do that, you know, and their body was screaming at them, this isn't right, this isn't love and support, because on an inner knowing, our emotional body is source, is our soul, is connected to truth, and the body and the emotions and the soul and source know that love is freedom and trust and respect. So on an emotional level, it feels like crap. But what happens on an intellectual level is a story gets created around that. Oh, he's handsome, he's attractive, he loves me, he wanted to marry me, he adores me, is the story. Therefore, that's okay. He's got a few insecurities. That's what women are meant to do. We're meant to give up our other things and look after our man and keep him happy. Yet the body is still screaming the discomfort. So we all made up stories and versions around the narcissistic behavior and we ignored the truth but when you become spiritually empowered what it really means is you become vibrationally empowered you start to align with what is truth and you know that truth feels good and safe and warm and comfortable and falsity doesn't and your body tells you that so you stop talking your body out of these huge leaping warning signs because really you are just trying to create a version that's not real and we all did that we definitely did that so Nance we just need we've had um, a lady in the chat room who's asked for the name of the author again um, yep just one second Robert Grant he's got a PhD so uh, and, and the name the, of uh, the article was it, Trauma, addiction, and spirituality. If you type that into the, the search engine, it'll come straight up into Google. Okay, so that's Robert Grant, all normal spelling, and his yep. PhD, which will yep. help in your search. And we've got trauma, addictions, and spirituality, which is... But it is a great article. I went through it this morning, and I think it's, it's, it's a really, really powerful article and one that I think, uh, you know, all abuse recovery people should really really have a look at so you know and another one of his points that he said here is the the new age spirituality that people can be looking at is i just want the good stuff you know i just want to get into the sunlight where everything is pure and clean quote unquote yet deep-rooted spirituality doesn't come from this space it re and I know it certainly didn't for me and I can really relate to what Robert was saying because I know that when I was reading and studying spirituality, you know, I just thought, oh, gorgeous, beautiful, this, that, the other, even more of attraction, whatever else. But it absolutely was my narcissistic breakdown experience that gave me my breakthrough. And I know at a very, very powerful level and it was unconscious until I realized it that I wanted unempowered at one at peace existence and this is what created it for me and that's why well, I'm very thing, very yeah. grateful for what happened 
It was the only thing that was actually going to deliver it to you. And I, I suppose, you know, and like... I I was I was never really sort of previously into self-help books. I sort of thought, no, you know, we've, we've just got to learn how to understand what's going on within this and da-da-da-da-da. And it wasn't really until my experience that I started to have a look. But it more was a um, to verify what I was actually going through rather than um, looking for answers, I suppose, which I did yeah. find. But I actually found that... Um, when I started to break through, it actually happens very, very quickly. And all of a sudden, everything you understood in the new age, which can sometimes look rather airy-fairy, but, but, you know, you see, you always say, oh, no, I understand that and I understand that. But it actually, it actually becomes something deeper and it becomes a knowing. It's sort of like a, uh, to me, I'd say it's like remembering, remembering what you were supposed to remember. And that's, that's sort of what it felt like to me, I suppose. So, I think that, it's a beautiful that... way of expressing it because mm. when we come home, if, if you were to look at, at the metaphor, and, and this, is, this is absolute truth, is that at real true level, you are at peace. You are at one. You're at one with life. You know how to honour, respect yourself. You adore yourself. You, you love yourself, you know, and you know what that means and you back it and you walk it at real self level. Now, what's happened is we've had an enormous amount of compromises and distortions and things that have pulled us out of that center. Now, with narcissistic abuse, it is the ultimate experience of being ripped out of that connection to yourself and put in like Stockholm complex where you've got an individual battering you and then they become your god because how your emotional system has worked it out before it becomes aware is that this is the person ripping me to pieces, therefore this is the only person that can put me back together because I've become totally powerless. So, you know, I am completely focused on this person waiting for them to throw me out some crumbs to patch up my inner disintegration. And it is Stockholm complex. Absolutely, that's what happens with a narcissist. So the recovery from that requires so much more than information only about narcissism. That can help jolt your brain into a bit of awareness and to realizing what's really going on and that there really is a very damaged individual damaging you and that it's unhealthy and there's really no hope that it's going to change. It, it can give you that. But you are not going to get your recovery until you come home to yourself. And you start doing the work on yourself, which is the reclaiming of yourself so that you can actually get into the void of knowing who you are at a true self level and start operating that. And you're right, Nancy, it's knowing. So you may have had that experience that when you're actually accessing information that gets you into knowing, and it's got to be about you, not about the narcissist. It's got to be about you. It's your knowing for yourself. So any information about the narcissist, no matter how much you read, and there are people that research it for 18 months that are still stuck in narcissistic relationships, I was one of them. So I know what that's all about. It didn't matter how much information I got, I still stayed in there until I took the focus off and started putting it on myself. But when you start reclaiming yourself and you start finding the right information and the right healing and the right alignment with yourself, it feels right. It gives you peace because, as you said, Nancy, it's like coming home. It's like coming to a place that feels so right and it's like you've literally walked in the door back into the arms of the real love and support you've always wanted, which is with yourself because you're actually not going to get it out in life until you've established it within yourself. And all of a sudden, your whole emotional body and your whole matrix and your whole mind come together into that one integration of going, this is right, this is where I'm meant to be. And that's the difference. And really, I mean, I mean it's at that point where probably within yourself to, to, to step over that bridge or cross that line or to go that deep is, is almost um, terrifying and once you do it, you just transcend and you go, oh, my God, that was so easy. 
it's it's like yeah. um it's yeah. it's like it's the greatest resistance we have is we really do not want to look deep into our own core because we're afraid we might find something that says I deserved all this or I bought all this on myself. Well, maybe we did in a, in, a, in a way or two, but it's not the point to focus on. The point to focus on is to go there. And once that happens, it's it's I I find it it's it's a kind of a kind of communion, I suppose, with with all that is. And it's 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 sort of like, and I, I think Robert. Um, Grant in his article actually actually mentions it. It's the great naught. There's not. It's almost like there's nothing there, but there's everything there, and it's very difficult to explain. But once you've seen it, you know it's there. So I guess that's your that's that's the peace and the comfort that you have. And I'm not saying you know you that's step into that space and you absolutely stay there. You don't. But it, you it, it's a it's a process. That once once you've reached that space or even seen it, then you know where you're going, and then the whole process gets so much easier. That's right, and then it becomes more and more and more until you become real self. Mm. So the, the hard hitting fact of it is, but it's very useful to understand, is that you met a false self in the narcissist, so you weren't in your true self. Otherwise, right. it could not have happened. It's impossible. So trauma is very, very useful in that. And, you know, look, we can judge it, we can blame it, we can... But this is just such a fundamental aspect of life. When we stop judging what's happened to us and we accept it, as soon as you accept it, you open up your emotional, vibrational body to what the gift is. Without that, you are not going to transform. So what trauma does is it wakes people up and it pulls them out of the illusions of all the cultural norms that we live. And they are very, very ingrained and powerful. And for the last 5,000 years, that's exactly what's been going on on this planet. We've been taught we are only as good as the approval of others. We forgot how to approve of ourselves. We were taught that our identities were based on status and acquisitions of stuff rather than knowing ourselves as worthy. And what this does, trauma, is it smashes those outer illusions to be stuck with our traumatic self because, and especially in the narcissist, here we have put, and women, men can do it too, but women put so much focus on their life partner. Myself is reflected back to me through my life partner. Now, an interesting thing about that with narcissism is narcissists are an empty self that can only have a self which is a total false self through the reflection of others back through narcissistic supply. Now, when we've got with a narcissist, we've absolutely started off on a level of not knowing our own approval, our own value, our own worth. And then what happens is we were actually pumped up to a level where we thought we had a ton of that from the narcissist and then he starts ripping it away and he starts mining our energy, our resources, our attention to fill himself up, which strips you lower and lower and lower and lower. And then you end up being absolutely stuck in a position where you believe that your approval depends of yourself, depends on what he is or isn't doing, how he is or isn't operating, and you have the ultimate experience of not approving of yourself and trying to get it from the outside, from a source that is incredibly damaging and abusive. So the trauma wakes us up. It pulls us out of the illusion that our self is, is created from the outside of ourselves. And when you understand ultimate reality, the law of attraction, it is impossible it is impossible to have life approve of you, respect you, love you, support you when you're not doing it for yourself. So this is the make or break deal of narcissistic abuse. And when we can accept that, and I tell you what, your soul would not have created it unless you were up for it and unless you wanted it at a deep unconscious level. You wanted to evolve. You wanted this experience. So when we stop resisting it and playing victim, and uh, I love, there's two books I love, 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 love. Esther Hicks, The Vortex, great read. Neil Donald Walsh, In Conversations with God, book one, two or three. And I can't actually remember which book. I think it might have been book two that he says this. 
And really, they are both saying the identical message, which is so powerful. There is no value in playing victim and saying, look at what you did to me. There is no victim in that. There is no value. There is no transformation. There is no progress in that. Humility. Humility is, and this might be a really hard statement for people that haven't started this journey, humility is, I created this for a reason, now what is the gift in it? Now, if you were to actually repeat those two statements to yourself, you think of somebody that's hurt you, and if you say the first statement, look at what they did to me and cast your judgment out there, feel how your body feels about that. Feel it. And if you do feel it, what you have just done vibrationally, and a muscle test in kinesiology would prove this to you physically. You would see it with your own eyes. What you have just done is signed up for more of that because you're in the vibration of you damaged me and now you're in the vibration of I am calling forth into my experience more of that. It feels yuck. And what your body is telling you with that yuck feeling is that you are not aligned with truth. You're living an illusion. And it is an illusion that somebody, as an adult, as a person that has got the ability to align consciousness, it is an illusion that somebody else can damage you. Because you're allowing it, you're calling it forth, you're participating. Now when we go into the humility and we open up to the expansiveness, I called this forth into my experience to grant myself a gift. Say that to yourself and feel how your body feels. And what you will feel, if you do it honestly and without resistance, you will feel an opening up. And what your body has just opened up to is the ability to develop, to transform and to use this traumatic experience to become a more complete, empowered and evolved person. And as soon as you've accepted and you are willing to do the work, this isn't going to come in an instant. It's not because you've got to keep working at it. You've got to keep healing it. You've got to do the work. You've got to turn around 5,000 years of conditioning that we've, our ancestors had it. We've had it. It's through our DNA. You've got to turn it around. But when you open up just for that moment, what you'll feel is your body feels at peace. It feels true. It feels right. And then you know that you're starting to align with your true self because it's the truth. Now, the problem is for 5,000 years, we've been taught to get in our head, to analyze, to make up stories, to look to the outside world for our own approval and our own identity. We were taught by structured religion that you yourself on an inner level are a worthless, no good sinner. You need to be told how to operate from the outside. This all stripped us of ourselves. Your body knows the truth. And when you come into knowing and you start aligning with the truth, you fast track your healing. You know, you fast track it. I have seen people that do the work on themselves and people that I've facilitated within months. And I mean months. They have left the narcissist behind in the dust and they're getting on with creating a fantastic life. Now that, that is traditionally a total impossibility. But you know, when you align with truth, you become real. And it becomes easy because everything we've ever wanted from the outside, all of a sudden we find that it just was there within us all along. So no longer do we have to fight and struggle with the outside to try and give us ourselves because we already actually had ourselves. And that's the transformational experience. So Nancy, have you got anything to add to that? Yeah, um, just... Just on that, um, you know, with, with humility, it's, um, it's quite interesting that one of the things we do find coming through this is, is how big a role our own ego played in staying in that space. And one of, the, one of the fears I had was if I resisted what was happening, then it would be, um, in, in essence, I would become more narcissistic. 
So I was I was I was afraid to to sort of step into that space, going well. That just means that I'm becoming more like him, and I think it's a fear that we sort of play with that we have to um, look, I suppose, at where our ego played the role, and is it ego that's trying to save us? And really, you know, the, the struggle with our own ego is, is probably the biggest struggle we have. It's not the, the struggle with the narcissist himself. I agree. And I suppose, and I suppose um, you know, with the idea of humility is, is, is really the acceptance of what happens and to see, seeing it for what it really is. And then you go, you know, you can look at it warts and all, in all its, all its nastiness, and go, okay, this has happened. Really identify where whatever it was in our own ego that's locked us into that place. And this is, you know, this is really deconstructing a reality that really was an illusion. You know, it, it's actually start tossing out those things that you believed in and go, well, what do I believe in if I haven't got this to hang on to that makes me me? And identify where where it is it is your ego. Oh, look at me, I'm such a good person. Well, if this has happened to you, you haven't been, like I said before, you haven't been too good to yourself in the first place. Yeah. So I suppose coming to a place of humility, you get to let a lot of that go. And that's where you get to... I suppose I've seen it um, explained in a lot of different ways. You can't fill up a vessel if it's already full of bad stuff. <laughs> so you have well, that's to right. really you've got to let it go. You've got to let it go, and then you replace. And you, you, it, it's sort of not like um, deprogramming. It's like a reprogramming, I suppose. It's like a new way of um, viewing things, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And look, it, it is. And you know, on true self level. You actually already know it. You That's you right. really do already know it. So in a lot of ways, and I love what Neil Donald Walsh actually says, you know, because on the human level we talk about reprogramming, deprogramming, yeah. and really deprogramming is letting go of the illusions and the false beliefs, the egoic stuff that's taking you off track of who you really are. But when we do that, we come, and that's what I love about quantum freedom healing, because it loses that and then reconnects you back to the knowing. And then when you hit the knowing, it's like, I've just remembered something. I've it is, it is like remembering. You say, I always yes. knew this. I always knew this, but yes. ignored it. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Or I just had so much flack in the way that I couldn't tune into it. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like you've got this beautiful, shiny diamond that's just covered with a whole heap of dross and muck. And when you take that off, it's really easy. And, it's, and I know that sounds really cliche and throwaway and all that stuff. But Nance, what you were saying before, like there's this huge dread of coming home to self because mm. we've got this really big fear that, well, maybe I'm disgusting, maybe I'm unlovable, maybe I'm no good, maybe I'm not good enough. But we've tried to cover up all that stuff with our ego and you're not alone. You might walk through a supermarket and think, well, I'm the only person that feels like this. And I could guarantee you, unless people are just very lucky and just came in vibrationally aligned or they've done a lot of work on themselves and lost the illusions, everybody's feeling the same way because everybody's been ripped out of their truth. So, but when you start clearing that dross and you come home to who you really are, you know, and this is, you know, a very metaphysical statement, but I believe that ultimate reality, it's, it's total truth. You are source, you are all that is, there is only love, and you absolutely adore yourself. And you support yourself and respect yourself, and you know that you are enough on every level. And when you come home to that, it's like... You're just like a duck that got back into its favourite pond that you always knew. And you actually don't have to try and wrap your head around it and keep convincing yourself of it and come up with 30 different versions to bash it through your brain, which is what the problem is with cognitive therapy, simply working through the head. It doesn't work. 
So when you do come to that place and that knowing, you don't have to question it, you don't have to argue with it, it just is. And when it just is, it just is. And that's right. And you don't have to be anything. You just have to be. And that's and, right. I, and and I know, it, like everybody, sort of thinks, well, you know, who am I supposed to be? It, it, that's not the question that you need to ask. You just need to be, and that's all. So that's right. And who am I supposed to be is about identity status, acquisitions. So it's still ego. It's still who ego. Am I? That's right. Who and am I is a big e- question. Who you are is a part of source, a creative being, and all that exists. You're yeah, a pure he's... vibration, yeah. and you are love, and that's it. And that's all you have to be. You have no requirement to be anything. And when you have no requirement, because you see requirements are all about getting approval, getting status, getting your ego fed. And the irony is, you know, one of the huge dichotomies of life, when you have no requirement to be anything in particular except you just know that you are at one, then you have all the freedom and the space to create and expand and add more to that which means you're going to be incredible. But you don't need to be. You're just doing it because it feels good and it's, and it's creation itself, it's expansion. Yeah, well, it just opens so, up the flow. Yes, just, just everything just flows and you're from loving there. it. And yeah, what you do is from an inspired space. And then the great stuff is in life, you go, well, that's not real, that doesn't feel right, that's not supportive and loving, so... That's okay, I'll let it be whatever it needs to be, but I'm just not going to participate. It's not my truth. So you become narc-proof. You have no requirement to roll around with a narc and try and force them to be the reality you want to be because you already are the reality you want to be. Nobody needs to give that to you and then you start creating a life where things add to that. And that's authentic living. And that's the really big spiritual stuff that comes through narcissistic abuse. And that's why, you know, on a human level, the stories that I get and the stuff I see, some of it is totally horrific. Absolutely. But do you know what? When I look at these people in these situations from a real level, I know they're being offered the greatest gift they could ever have. Because the way through to the other side is just astounding. And what a shame to miss that opportunity and that gift when you really want, you really want a fantastic life. And more than that, you want to feel whole and safe and connected regardless of what anybody else is or isn't doing. Otherwise, your life is incredibly precarious. You're always going to get ripped down. And I think even a reminder of how far you've come is, is um, you know, even when you start to step into this space, if there's st- things still happening around you that you, you can't make sense of, rather than going, oh, you know, this is all, all wrong and crap or whatever, look at what it is and go, rather than say, oh, you know, bad things happen to me, you go, well, what do I need to learn from this? What do I need to learn exactly. from myself because of exactly. how I'm reacting or whatever? So, you know, and when you, when you change your mindset on that, things actually get a lot easier to deal with. Well, you start wow. flowing and lining up because if you're on resistance and judging and hating what's happening to you, you're only going to get more of that, more of that, more of that. So, you know, the big cliche itself is, is, you know, I created this for my own healing and growth and development. What's the gift in me? And then you stop playing with the things that are hurting you and you start evolving and rising above them and creating much better experiences. So, Nance, we're done for today. Gosh, I know, and it went flat out again. <laughs> I know. So it felt like we could have done a third one. Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got to discuss that possibility most of my life. Yeah, okay then. Yeah, well, we'll come up with something for next month, most definitely. But, yeah, looking forward to the feedback on this show that the listeners would like to present. And please do know, I do understand what it is like to feel crippled and powerless and broken and like there's no way out. I was there. I promise you I was there. And and I'd love to empathise and help you with that. And I absolutely do. But more than that, 
is about leading you on to where I am, other people are, and just how incredible that really, really is because it's, it's so true. It's really true. So anyway, have a great day or a great night and um, lots of love and I'll be talking to you next week. Okay, bye Nan. And bye now and bye to all the listeners. Till next time. Okay, lots of love. Bye-bye.